Welcome to a Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today moved to New York in 2016 and was looking for the best food the city had to offer. After 45 minutes of searching, cross-referencing reviews and sites, he knew there needed to be a simpler way to find the best food near you. Please welcome the creator and curator of the Aided app, Steve Raggiani. What's going on, man? Biggie, thanks for having me on, brother. Thank you, man. We, uh, we, it's, uh, I'm super excited to talk to you. I'm always excited to talk to my guests, but obviously I'm the one that books them. So obviously I should be excited. Um, but I'm excited because you and I kind of have like this thing where we kind of, uh, where we have a, a cosmic thing connected. One, obviously, being that we both have one person that kind of introduced us because you're all the way in New York, uh, and I'm in Orlando. Uh, and that's, uh, and that's obviously, uh, Chef Carl Ruiz. Um, rest in peace. Yes, and, uh, and so he and I kind of uh, put us together and we basically have been following each other now for a few years. And, uh, and I knew it was time for me to kind of chat and talk to you about, about the app and then kind of, you know, tell people a little about you. And so I thought this would be a great time to, to be able to do that. Absolutely. We're like uh, Eskimo brothers, but Cuban. <laughs> for sure, man, for sure. <laughs> what? So, I, so before we start, let's let's talk about this. Do quick question, um, because obviously it's a lunch break. My first question always is, what's your go to sandwich lunch? What's your go to? Ooh, we're talking sandwiches specifically. Well, it could be lunch. I mean, you can give me sandwich because obviously I'm a sandwich guy, but it could be whatever. What's your go to usually for lunch? If you had to go anywhere, you could go for lunch. Honestly, my one of my favorite go tos is not a sandwich. Okay. Um, there's a there's a little hole in the wall spot that's like a five minute walk from my apartment in Lower East Side Chinatown. It's called Super Taste. Okay, they have this spicy beef noodle soup that will mm. just completely clear you out and heal you of any issues you have going on in your body and you'll just it's like it's like going to the sauna but for your for your your mouth i love it dude i love it no man that's good that sounds good to me i'm all i'm all down for that so let's talk a little bit about tell people what the aided app is how you came about it and how you decided to create it absolutely the aided app is the number one way to find all the hottest pop-ups, new dish drops in New York City, and all the top uh, food recommendations from food media and all your favorite chefs. So the the premise, it's been an evolution uh, since we launched. Say. Uh, when we launched, it was just food recommendations. And um, that was really built off the insight of what you said at the beginning of the podcast. Like, I moved to New York. I was looking for the best burger and I searched best burger, New York and Google. And we all know the labyrinth that that can send you down. And I'm, you know, reading articles and listicles and then ending up on Yelp and reading Karen's one-star reviews. And it's just, you you can just keep going and going. And the next thing you know, you're 45 minutes later and you're not, you, you still haven't even left the house yet. Yep. So the original, um, problem that we were trying to solve was how do you get from being hungry to eating something certified delicious and three thumbtaps a lot of food apps i felt at the time and, and even still today they require too many steps to get to the food and um if you open the app you'll see obviously it's it's designed in a way that helps you get there faster it's yeah. i believe you don't crave restaurants you crave dishes mm -hmm. so let's let's help people go through the process the same way that we you and i would talk what do you want 
Yeah. What are you in the mood for type of thing? And then I, and, and that's one of the things that I, I, I truly like, I really have liked being able to kind of check out and see that you've kind of created, you've, uh, you know, you definitely have taken quite a bit of research on it. I know that when, you know, the idea, you know, obviously was the, the whole food ordering overload, trying to figure that out, how to get there. I know you've created things such as like, Hey, Oh, this is where I want to go. Well, guess what? We have, you know, right on the app, we can do a Lyft or an Uber to get you to get you there to eat. Um, the fact that you guys have, um, some of my favorite and I'm going to, and I'm going to gush for you. Some of the, my favorite things on that I've seen on the app is like, you obviously have like a wheel where you can kind of like, you know, kind of cycle through, um, what you're in the mood for. You could even spin it if you want to do like randomizer. Um, there's a hangry button. So like, it'll tell you based on proximation of how close you are now I'm going to, you know, and then you can just hit the button and it'll be like, this is the, this is where to go. This is the closest place to eat a, like a freaking delicious meal. Um, so, I mean, you've really come up with some great ideas. I know you even, um, I'm kind of, I kind of want you to tell a little bit about how you came up with the idea of naming it, ate it, um, you know, and kind of go with that route. And then, all, and then we'll kind of start talking. We'll kind of tackle a little bit. I'm just really intrigued by the whole app aspect. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the name Ate It is is an amalgamation of a couple of things. Um, myself and Joe, the co-founder, um, we were we used to talk about food all the time, and we'd say, "Oh, have you uh, have you had the sandwich at Regina's?" Like, yeah, I ate it. Yeah, I ate it. Yeah, I ate it. And like that was just part of our vernacular as, as friends. Um, but then as we dug in to the problem we were trying to solve of like truncating reviews down into something bite-sized and digestible, pun intended, um, <laughs> we realized that when uh, we were reading articles and trying to take, you know, a sentence that Pete or a paragraph that Pete Wells wrote about a burger and condensing that down into something short, it often ended up being eight words. And I'd say like 70% of the time. So we said, fuck it, let's let's stick with eight and call it ate it. And that was that was kind of it's kind of a a combination of those two. Um, But that's you know, it's it's not just a pun. There's actual meaning behind it. That's that's really great. Um, So, okay, so let's let's kind of dive on into some of these things, because there's I've I don't know much about creating an app and all that stuff. Like, so is your background in? development of creating an app like what's your where's your background come from because obviously um you know and then how and we'll go with that first and then we'll kind of go the next thing is how you're curating uh these reviews and everything yeah for sure my background comes uh in terms of marketing advertising i've worked in ad agencies my whole career um at the end of the day i'm a problem solver for some of the biggest brands in the world and when I found myself frustrated with this problem I had, I said, why am, why am I solving the world's biggest problems for Google and Adidas and Airbnb? I have a problem that I'm dealing with. Let me try to solve it for myself and see if there's other people out in the world that have the same problem. So um, I think I have a superpower of being able to simplify things. Yeah. Um, and when I downloaded all these food apps and, and I was, I was trying to figure out like, okay, how do we get people to go from point A to point B really quick? It was, it was just inherent to me to let on how to simplify it. Like even that wheel that you referenced on the the page of the app, that's all inspired by the price is right wheel because growing up who didn't want to spin that giant wheel. I like Mm -hmm. my head, I remember sketching it out on a whiteboard, like 
Like, why, why are we putting images of food in front of people right off the bat? Let's use, let's just use the words and have people just spin the wheel and see if it inspires something. Sometimes you don't know like, oh shit, like Mapo tofu would actually be amazing right now. But I didn't really think of that as something that I might've been craving, but I am, but you don't need a visual to see that. Like, so that was, that was kind of the, the, the story behind the design of the beginning and for me it's just like it's all about simplification and so did you actually like know did you know people did you have to start reaching out to people like did you have some it side and you're like i'm gonna now the the coding side was definitely a networking exercise of just like reaching out to people we know in our network and saying yeah. like, like who can help us build a prototype actually one of my uh, college fraternity brothers helped us build the original prototype wow. uh, in ios and then from there I ended up meeting someone at a happy hour and they were, they were showing me their app. And then they were like, Oh shit, I should connect you with this person. And then that person ended up knowing someone that I knew. And we interviewed like a whole bunch of different people that we wanted to work with. And for us, it was about just getting the MVP out into the world. And we honestly haven't evolved the app. So like a lot since we we originally launched it in 2019, some, some, little updates here and there yeah. but you'll, you'll be seeing some big stuff in the next 12 months that's right. awesome man i'm yeah. uh, i'm super excited about it so the other thing is like how are you how are you curating all these reviews because that's one of the big things i saw is like it's not you're not using you're not getting yelp you're doing like the eaters you're getting all like the larger um like the new york times and all of that so like are you manually doing that is that something that's like an automated thing that's kind of curating and then you're you're sifting through it How does that, how does that process work? Cause, uh, and you know, and then the other thing to caveat as much as everyone's going to be very jealous because I I know I am, I'm like, it's available only right now in New York, right? Like this is the only app right now, as of right now. Correct. We're only in New York, um, but we're expanding very quickly um, to address your first question. It all started with a massive Excel sheet. That was the most daunting task ever. That Excel sheet had, tabs running along the bottom from bagels, burgers, waffles, french toast, wings, pho, ramen, and in each tab we went through every single top list, top article and manually read everything and truncated everything down into eight words and that's how that was the precipice of it. So you literally did what you spend 45 minutes to do your on your initial concept, but you manually have done it for as of right now, you've manually have done it for everything that's actually on the app. Correct. Wow. So the, the thinking was I'm doing this anyway, as someone who loves food <laughs> and I'm just going to do it once for everyone else. And that was, that was how it all started. Obviously there've been a lot of developments and technology and You've, I'm sure you've heard all the AI talk yep, going yep. on the internet these days. So we have been building little tools here and there that help us become a little bit more efficient. Mm-hmm. And the goal is to have that be fully automated. We're not there yet, but yeah. uh, that's the goal. So it definitely takes a significant amount of human curation, but we'll get to a point where we'll be able to do that a little bit more efficiently. No, I, I totally get that. What? So how... And this is something I've always been intrigued by, like, because obviously the app is free. But so how how does someone when you're doing this, because you've been doing this now for, you know, it's about what's five years now, four or five years Four years. Yeah. I mean, COVID was a weird little yeah. halftime show. 
Yeah. What, how, do, how do you make, cause obviously you're putting, you have a full-time job. You're put you're you're putting money into this, but how does, how does one make money on like when you're creating an app like this? Cause obviously you're a great resource. Like, yeah. is there, how does that something like that work? I'm just kind of curious. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's, 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 it's a hustle. It's yeah. night, it's nights, it's weekends and you know, spending time on this stuff because I love it. I love, I love food. I'm spending time researching food anyway. Yeah. So it's just like something that doesn't even feel like work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, it definitely, it definitely, it, it's a hustle. For yeah. sure. I got you, man. I got you. Well, one of the things that I love about it is, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you one, because like, I know this is going to be big. I'm, I'm been, I've been chomping at the bit. Cause obviously since you, since I found out about you guys, I've been asking about like, when, when am I going to get Orlando? But the, one of the things that I love of that, what you've created, because obviously you're kind of providing a, like a direct resource as well to like the chefs, the restaurants, the owners and all of that. But one of the, the things that I truly appreciate is the fact that you really have taken uh, an onus and really become really involved with the community more. Um, like, I, I think that's one of the things that I truly enjoy being able to see. I, and I've seen it even more so probably in the last six months, um, you know, of what, you know, based on, you know, after you and I have been interacting and stuff, I've just noticed a lot of like different things that you've been doing, like the collabs, like you've been collabing with different, with different small businesses. You've been doing, you know, you obviously are sharing and supporting all the different pop-ups coming up, which is obviously great. Cause that's another way of small building community, but then you're also now starting to do like family meals. Um, I saw you just did that. So I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about that aspect of like the importance of being able to create that community, uh, but also, you know, to kind of build and kind of, you know, strengthen your own brand, because that's part of it is like, you're not just trying to like show the love for like where to eat, but you're also trying to build like this community of, of food, of foodies and eaters uh, that want to, that, you know, that want to eat it. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, the derivative of this is all from Carl. Yeah. Um, Carl was the first one when he started using the app, he was like, this is amazing. This is the Yelp killer. He said, um, but he said, there's a couple little things. This was like four years ago. He's like, I think, um, let me tell you what I think. So Carl said, this is really great that you have infatuation and eater and New York times and all that super helpful to kind of cut through the clutter and, and find the best dish. But guess what? There's five dishes on this block that they haven't written about that I know about. And he took me on a little tour and showed me these spots. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I didn't even know this place existed. So what we did from there is we added all Carl's recommendations in the app. Yep. And, and then he let his community know, hey, if you want to eat like Carl, download it. So that to me was like a big light bulb moment of like Carl's like, you got to get out there. You got to meet some of these chefs in New York City. You got to understand what dishes they think are under flying under the radar and bring them into the community. So that was step one. Then step two was, you know, obviously coming out of COVID, we wanted to do everything in our power to help a restaurant survive and thrive. And when we did that, we started to realize that a lot of um, things were popping up. um, Like after things started opening up, a chef maybe that got laid off was like, hey, I'm going to take the power into my own hands. I'm going to do a fried chicken pop-up. It's going to be at this spot at this day at this time. And then I'm never doing it again. And at the beginning, we were just putting it in its respective category in the app in the fried chicken section. 
And then there became so many of them and yeah. so many chefs that just got this like entrepreneurial spark to like start their own shit. And I was like, we need a pop-ups category. So we started tracking all the pop-ups and people are announcing them on Instagram. But for someone that's not in the food game as deep as we are, they're not going to follow 300 Instagram accounts and know when and where all these pop-ups are happening. But on Aided, if you open up the pop-ups category, you get to see them all mapped in relation to where you are. So that has inherently made us part of the community even more because we love going to these pop-ups and pop-ups actually have some of the best food in New York city, because guess what? They're doing one thing and they're doing it. Excellent. And they're just sometimes doing it one time. So they're not going to fuck it up. (laughs) Exactly. And just going to these events and like even helping create, helping them create content and promoting these, you know, events for them through the app. It's just inherently like, made us part of that gang and then um as a result of seeing how some of those pop-up events happen i started to realize that a lot of the chef community doesn't get to experience some of these things because they're always working so that's where family meal came up uh i work sometimes out of the ludlow house and uh, that's in the Lower East Side. And uh, a friend that works there reached out to me and said, like, hey, like, I see you hustling here, doing the aid it thing. Like, if we can help in any way, let us know. They're really cool about, you know, elevating some of the people that are part of that community. And they were like, you can have a Sunday night to do an event. And I'm like, perfect. Sunday night is the industry's Friday night. So yeah. Let's get a pop-up chef to come cook for the industry, invite them to something cool for, for once. And that was kind of the idea. We pair a DJ to gonna go with the music, like the vibe of the food. We get a mixologist to make some cocktails that are themed with that food. And we just have a little little family meal. So I absolutely love it. And I saw that you did recently uh, a very successful uh collab with uh which i was like oh i would eat the hell out of that i was like staring at it on saturday uh when i saw it when you did a breakfast sandwich a breakfast donut sandwich um which looked amazing uh and i i will i gotta give props because i've never heard of and obviously if i butcher it 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 was a it wasn't a bacon egg and cheese is that correct a bacon, egg, and cheese donut, but then it had the donut, which is what I liked about this. Mm-hmm. The donut had like this Frank's red hot glaze with and it had everything seasoning on it. So it was like almost like a bagel donut, Frank red hot. I mean, it just sounded ridiculously it. amazing, dude. It almost sounds like you ate it. Uh, you- trust me. I in my I after salivating and seeing every person post pictures of it and then seeing like how how amazing it looked and I and I did vote I did vote for that one because you had that one or the other option was like a, a donut grilled cheese but that breakfast that, that that hit the spot I mean that was like the sweet the heat the savory it had everything it was it looked amazing I was super uh, freaking it, FOMO to the max it was it was truly amazing and I think you know one thing I I take a lot of pride in is anything that ate it is behind isn't isn't a gimmick yeah like it's the food the food comes first always and that um that drop actually originated from um chef eric greenspan reaching out to to aid it he obviously has been working on new school american quality Uh cheese 
for the last five years developing an American cheese that's going to change the game. Crazy. And, you know, he said, you know, we've got a good presence in L.A., but we've never introduced the brand in New York. And I see that you're doing all these interesting pop ups and, and drops and all this kind of stuff. Can we do something together? So we came up with the idea to take the cheese, bring it to three different restaurants that we think were a cultural fit and we're going to be able to develop a nice dish around the cheese. Um, so we brought it to Greenberg's Bagels. We brought it to the Donut Project and we brought it to Gotham Burger Social Club. And we did three unique um, events and drops around New School American. And the donut was unbelievable. The uh, the bagel, we did the New School Hawaiian that was on an egg bagel with pineapple and unagi glaze spam and a fried egg with with new new school nice. american and then uh the gotham smash pop-up we did a high low event where um they did the the classic gotham smash burger with new school but then he also did um a new school grilled cheese with caviar this was with in collaboration with pearl street caviar and red hook so yeah like we're we're kind of if you think about it like netflix like Netflix started by like aggregating movies and then they released Netflix exclusives. Like these are our aided exclusives and, yeah. and you can actually tap into those in the app. It's got its own category aided exclusives and anything that we're behind is it, it lives in that category. No, man, I think, and that's kind of how you build it, right? Like you're finding, I think that's how, and I, and I, that's what I think I love. And obviously your background plays a huge factor in it. Um, you know, because obviously being able to do that the, in the, on social media, trying to build that community aspect where you're kind of like, Hey, I'm not, I'm doing this because I have a passion for it. People start seeing it. People start being gravitating to it and then they want to be a part of it. And that's kind of one of the things like, even for me, like on my brand, like I noticed that's kind of how it was like meeting Carl and Greeny and all of them, like basically, cause they're all seeing it. They're all, they, they, they see you're not, you're like, there's a love for food. Uh, and you have, and you're at a good place and, in, in a, you know, and, and when it comes to that, so I think that's absolutely, I think it's so great to see that kind of develop. Can you talk a little bit about the importance of, um, social media and like, and the importance of trying to build that community if you're trying to build a brand or build your own business? Yeah. I mean, obviously you can't avoid it as much as I would love to delete TikTok and Instagram today. I would do it in a heartbeat. But, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta be where the people are. And I think the, the important part of telling your brand story is consistency. Um, it's easy to make one TikTok and, and then be like, Oh, it only got a hundred views. Like I quit. <laughs> no, you gotta, you gotta be relentless. Yeah. And for me specifically around ate it, it's my brain always is thinking about the intersection of food and culture. So like anytime something happens, like the Barbie movie fucking comes out and everyone's making memes about the Barbie thing. It's like, oh, let's take barbacoa and make it Barbie. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that, that's how my brain works. Yes. It's always thinking about like, how does food culture bounce off of what's happening in pop culture? How does eat it bounce off of that? And it's just everything is content. Film everything. Keep putting content out. 
like don't overthink it like i had a video blow up to a million views that i made in literally like five minutes and then i've literally spent weeks editing a video that did completely trash so it's just consistency yeah. getting getting the brand out in front of people consistent messaging um consistent vibe and just being as many places as you can be without losing your your marbles no, I get that. And one of the ways I know that you also do uh, where people can use is uh, the on the on the gifts uh, when it comes to the gifs, when it comes to all the different social media. Is it gifs or gifs? I think it's, it's gifs. I was told it's gifs, <laughs> but I call it, I see it as a G, but then it's really a gif. And then people like, I don't know. It's like so weird how everyone goes bipolar, like polar opposite. Like everyone's got to stand on it. I, I don't know. I call it the jiffies, the giffies. I don't know. The jiffies, is, I guess. But I, I know, know like it's eight. It, so like the number eight IT, if you put that in on your gifs. You actually will pull up some amazing stuff that you've done and created. That's awesome because it works out perfect for your stories and all that other stuff uh, on social. So you totally understand what we're trying to what you're trying to create, and you also get to see some of the amazing ideas because his brain works very similar to mine. How pop culture and food uh, somehow blend uh, and and becomes like parody. It's like the greatest uh, greatest stuff to to see what what they're creating out there. Um, so I, I definitely commend you. I, I absolutely love, um, I sometimes, I definitely wish I was closer, uh, because we probably would be hanging out way, way too often, way um, too and often. doing stuff, but I, I would have no problem with that. There, what, there might, there might be a, have to be a little collab situation coming oh, through. No, no, for sure. I trust me that I already promised you that that is definitely going to happen. What, tell me what is the hardest part and, and something for people who have never created an app and all that stuff. What's the hardest part? that people may not understand um, when it comes to that, like having an app, trying to get people to download it. You know, I know there's like a percentage of people that have a download a bunch of apps, but they don't actually, they only use like 26% of the apps that are on their phone. Like, tell me some of the things, some of the struggles that you deal with um, on a day to day, having to deal with like with, hmm. you know, trying to grow the app. I think patience, having patience is is one of the toughest things because you want things to pop off and you know how special it is of the thing that you made and sometimes we live in this we do live in this world where attention is the new currency and it's hard to get people to listen um you know you i've i've been in front of some of my friends that have been like oh i didn't realize that the app actually mapped the dishes based on my location. Oh, and I'm like, dude, pay attention. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's that kind of stuff. That's like, Oh man, like we really live in a society where you really have to like knock people over the head a million times for them to actually get what you're saying. Yeah. Um. So I would say like, that's, that's definitely something that's frustrating at times but then there's other times where you meet someone and they fucking get it and you're like that makes it all worth it um obviously i think the millennial generation specifically has been burned by by apps in the past um like when when apps started to be created there was like a lot of bad ones and a lot of people have had bad experiences with apps so when they hear like oh i have to download an app they almost have this like inherent like disgust. Yeah. But I think Gen Z is different because they grew up with dope apps. Like apps didn't suck for Gen Z. Like they were born with them. Like they yeah. just opened Snapchat and it was just amazing. 
<laughs> so they're like they're way more like oh yeah i'll download an app no sweat like yeah, so it's, it, it's just really interesting to like meet different people and see how they react to what we've built but i think when it when it comes down to it and they actually get past all that and they open the app and they're like fuck this is amazing it's like see it's like watching someone see fire for the first time I like I like how you uh, I like how you caught you refer it to fire. It is it's 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 amazing in the sense of when I've seen it, I'm like man, I'm like I that's why I'm super like once again I'm super jealous uh, of the folks that get to use it. Um, I definitely be able to do that. So one of the things that I saw that you I saw on your website on the on the Aidit website was that you're trying to obviously expand your reach to other locations, and I saw that because obviously it's just available in New York City. But I did see that there's like an aid at you. Do you uh what what's the can you can you share a little bit about what that thought process is? Yeah, what you're thinking uh, on building it because that would make sense to do something like that. But I was kind of curious on what the thought process is. Yeah, Ada University is definitely um, something that's gonna stick around in our roadmap. I tested it out a couple years ago. Um, it's really like a program I put together to help mentor some younger kids that want to get into either the food game or the app game. Um, and it's great. Like we had a, a team out in L.A. We had a team out in New York. We had a team in Boston. Um, so if you open the app in those markets, like you'll see there's a little bit more coverage. Um, the tough part, just to be totally candid, like yeah. it's hard, it's hard to manage kids in college because they're, you know, taking exams and then they have break and then they have this. So they're not like fully committed to the situation. Right. So like we put a little hiatus on aid at you for now until we grow a little bit and then we'll bring it back once we have enough coverage of people that are like actually dedicated to the business. And then we can actually have like those kids learn and, and give us a couple extra hands to, to keep things going. But no, I think in- it's a great idea. So I, I mean, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to bring it up. Cause I was like, man, I'm like, this is a smart idea, but I could see where some of those uh, hiccups or some of those things that kind of figuring out how to like, how to maneuver it and make that work. Uh, yeah. But I could definitely be, a, it's a great resource. I could definitely see that for sure, man. Um, yeah. I, I just, I truly am amazed at, at what you've been able to create and what you're doing. Um, I just think it's, it's just super, it's super fun. It makes total sense um, to be able to do that and be able to see that. Um, one of the things I was curious of is it, can people, when they're on the app, just, and, and just so that way people kind of have a better understanding when they're on the app, do they, obviously they can, besides this, like what other features did I miss? Um, besides the, you know, the hangry, the spin, the, the, the wheel, a spinning wheel, um, you know, and then being able to see the reviews of not only like, you you know, cause I know you can eat like Carl and eat like a few other chefs on there as well. I've seen as well. What else can they do on the app? Yeah. One of my, one of my favorite underrated features is the must eats. So if you're on any dish in the app and you hit the little bookmark um, button in the corner, that gets added to your personal list. So as Biggie, you're in the app, you hit the bookmark button on the, and to add to your must eats on a bunch of dishes. And then you open up your must eats. You'll see only the ones that you want to hit mapped. Nice. Because everyone has their own flavor. You know what I mean? Some people are like, no, I don't like infatuation, blah, blah, blah. 
Some people are like, I swear by New York Times and that's all I eat. Like you can filter it however you want to filter it, save yeah. the ones that you want to that you want to hit. And then you can just go buy your own list instead of the the the, the larger one. I love that. People can't curate, can't add or curate like their own, like share that to the other people. Can they like like I can make like a biggie list of like my favorite places and then share that to others that are on the aided app? So one thing that we are doing right now, very slowly and carefully, is building our network of hidden gem hunters. And these are our vetted vetted soldiers of AIDIT that believe in the mission of what we're doing, believe that Nancy, the accountant from Ohio, doesn't, no one cares what she has to say about... <laughs> <laughs> about the burger at Peter Luger's like these are real people from the industry yeah. that know what they're talking about they have great taste they go out to eat a lot they know what's popping they know what's not and you have to apply there's a, a link on our website and we're slowly growing this community of hidden gem hunters and in, in different cities so um, once you get accepted you have the ability of adding a dish into the app um, not many people have that power right now, yeah. but that's, that's going to be how we slowly scale to multiple cities and, and make sure that the quality is always high and it's not really about the quantity. No, I love that. I think that's, uh, I think that's great. Cause then you're, you've created it, you've created your it's, and it's one of those things. Cause when I used to do sandwich eat up events, that was the big thing. Like I was my way of telling people like, Hey, I'm, I'm vouching for this place. Uh, you know, if I'm telling you to come eat here, this is where I'm telling you to, you know, I'm eating here. I want you to come eat here. So I, I think that's, uh, it's, it's really smart to be able to kind of go that route and how you're trying to build it. Yeah. I mean, like you go on TikTok or reels or whatever, and you're getting blasted with five best, this six best, that, 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 that. And it's just like, wait, who's telling me this shit? Like, yeah. who is this person? Like, do what do I do do I trust what you have to say about yeah. the 10 best burgers in New York? Or did you just read an article or just go to the place on your block and you, and they paid you fucking three grand to talk about it? Like it's, you don't, you don't know who to trust anymore. There's, yeah. there's, I like this word content pollution is happening right now. I like that. I like and ate it is the filter. Okay. What do you think right now? especially in new york well, what are you thinking right now is some of the most underrated um meal like meals that are like you see up and coming that are going to come because I, I feel a lot of times um me especially living in orlando and other areas we're almost behind on the time of the trends the food trends um you know and so i'm kind of curious like do you see any trends right now that are that you see is starting to like climb up in new york uh that's starting to kind of maybe venture out into some of the other areas and cities um, food specifically, I think, let me think for a second, not ingredient wise per se, but I think just interesting people being really like innovative and in how they're thinking about remixing classics, yeah. um, in not in like a not corny way, um, specifically like, uh, chef Rashida Purdy, she's super dope. She's obsessed with ramen but giving her own twist on it and she opened up a pop-up called rise and dine and it's all breakfast ramen oh nice i've never heard of before and 
your your brain could immediately think like, oh, that's like going to be too much. But the way she's executing it is crazy. Like she is like an everything bagel egg drop ramen with like ground pork and the everything bagel seasoning. And it's like so clean and delicious and it just hits the spot. She does a bacon, egg and cheese ramen, but it's not doesn't have like melted cheese. Mm-hmm. She like fries that like fries parmesan so it's like oh okay beautiful so it's like floating Um, there yeah it's like floating it's like a little raft yeah (laughs) um so yeah like stuff like that is just like like even like the 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 bacon egg and cheese donut like that kind of stuff that inventive inventive dishes that aren't just for the the ig gimmick like great quality ingredients something unexpected you know we have I might leak it. I don't know when you're gonna when you're gonna when you're gonna post this, but on next week actually. Okay. So on the on the sixth of May, we just finished shooting yesterday. Christian Petroni's collaborating with uh Greenberg's bagels and he's doing his garlic bread, but a garlic bread bacon egg and cheese. Oh. And he took the Greenberg's garlic bagel and turned it into garlic bread and then added it to a fried egg with new school bacon. Oh, God. Yeah, it was insane. So, like, to answer your question, like, the trend, I don't think, is ingredient-based. It's, like, innovation. Innovation and, innovation and collaboration. I was just going to say, yeah. collaboration sounds like the other aspect of it, where it's like, hey, why don't we do something together? It'd be fun uh, and delicious. No, yeah. I love that, dude. That's that's awesome, man. That's super good. So, Steve, what do you what do you think has been or what do you think is like one of the things that makes people not want to try things or fail things? Like, why do you think like there's a like a, an issue with like either failure or just kind of like people that create hurdles up for themselves? Why do you think they do that? And then how when you have those situations, how have you gotten over them? Well, I think we're we're all built the same way to have that negative voice in our head that tells us we're not good enough or we're not smart enough or we're not creative enough or anything like that. So I think it's it's really important to make sure that you're you're giving yourself that positive reinforcement, whatever whatever means you need to get there, whether it be meditation, exercise, any of that kind of stuff. I do I do a lot of that, both of those things. Um, and sometimes like you can just be in a bad headspace, but if I go, you know, play basketball or go run or go do something that gets that out of me, I feel a lot better about what I'm able to do. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot, a lot of the times, like you gotta get, you gotta tell that voice to go fuck off. Um, yeah. cause we all, we're, we're all capable of amazing things, but that voice will make you feel like a little piece of shit. Yep. 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 I, uh, <laughs> I used to use the line, uh, the Disney plus movie Luca is called Silenzo Bruno. I used to like that. I mean, it's just like, it is, it, it totally sucks. Cause it could totally bring you down to your knees. And like the worst part is we're our worst critics half the time. Uh, it's not even anyone else. It's, it's us. We are the ones that judge ourselves. Um, out of curiosity, when you're not doing food, what, what do you, what do you do? Are you, what's, what do you do for fun? What's like your fun thing? I mean, music and food are like my thing. Um, I love going to, I love going to shows, concerts, festivals, that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, but I mean, between those two, between music and food, that pretty much occupies all my free time 
I used to be big into sports. Now it's tough to to keep up with everything going on, but I I am from Boston. I'm a big Celtics fan, big basketball guy. So okay. Very I'll, nice. I'll catch a game, catch a game every once in a while too. Yeah, I uh I that's that's my that I would probably say that's my form of recreation. If it's not eating and doing stuff, obviously my forms of recreation are like the podcast, the the brand, just kind of like how aided is kind of part of your recreation, but at the same time, like yeah, when I separation for me, usually sports is my uh is my go-to. So I try to at least uh be able to do that and and try to bring that in. What uh what advice would you give someone for wanting to start something? Don't be precious. Just get it out. Um, a lot of times it's really hard to put your idea out into the world because you're worried about what other people are going to think or if it's not perfect. Um, put it out there. It will evolve. Listen to people. Um, pay attention to how people react to your idea. Let it evolve. I think it's been really interesting for me to see how people have made aid it their own. And when I, I love meeting with the people that use our app. Like we send an email out every week at the bottom. It says, Steve wants to meet with you. If you've made it this far, you probably give a shit. <laughs> like, and I just like meet with people for 15 minutes. And I just say like, yeah, what's up? Like, why do you like using this app? What do you, what do you do? How do you use it? What's your favorite feature? Like that kind of stuff. Um, really gives me joy but also helps me like understand like where I need to take this thing because you can't you can't always become obsessed with like the way the original way that you wanted to do it because the people will always make it their own um so keeping your your eyes open and your ears open and and listening and and getting to know whether it's your consumer or your customer or whatever you want to call it um get your idea out into the world and see how people react to it no man that's that's great and i loved it because i think i've actually re heard as well for you to say something similar in the sense of when it comes to even to social your own social media of not being precious like don't don't be so consumed with it which kind of hits the nail on the head with what you were talking about earlier with like you know like don't like sometimes the quickest thing and it's true because i have i've had some some posts that i've done that were like old posts that i just had and i just said Oh, what the heck? I'll make it into a reel. It's like an old video I found on my phone and it blows up and you're like, what, how did this happen? You just never know, but you just gotta, you know, the, and I think that's what happens. We get stuck. It's once again, you get stuck in your head, the idea of the social media aspect where you try to like, you know, Hey, it's gotta be perfect. It's gotta be this. And, and sometimes it just doesn't just don't, you know, just get it out there, get, let it out there. Let people see it. Let's see people see it. The good, the bad, the ugly, but let people see it. Exactly. That transparency is key. And I think people want to see that they want to see, they want to, they want to see the face behind the brand. They want to, they want to know that everything isn't perfect. Um, I think that's, that's kind of like also like the Gen Z mentality, like yeah. the next generation, it's just very like raw. Um, so don't be scared to, to put it out there. Like someone was telling me the other day, like, Oh, I took a old post, like you were just saying, and, and it didn't do well the first time. And then it popped off to, again, like, who who knows how these rules of the yeah. algorithm work and like don't get caught up in that just do it do what you love put your shit out there and it will all work out oh, i love that dude where uh where can people follow how can they download the app and support you uh you know give give shoot out all the all the ways that they can either 
follow you, even though they may not be able to download the app because they're not in New York? Like, how can they support you? Share it. Do, spread the word. All right. So you can download the app in the iOS and Android store. It's called Aid It, the number eight IT. Um, we are in New York. We have a good presence in LA. It's not all the hottest shit, but it's it's solid. There's about two thousand dishes so far in LA. Um, Boston has about a thousand dishes in there, and then um, as some of our chef partners are are adding dishes throughout the country, it's getting peppered in. So bear with us as we as we scale to more markets. But number one, download the app. Yep. Um, turn your notifications on so you don't miss the drops. Make sure your location's on so it tells you what's near you. Um, and then follow us on on the gram and on TikTok. It's at Aided App, eight number eight I T A P P. I love it, dude. I love it. Um, dude, you you are awesome. I I definitely know that you and I uh, you know, Carl. There's a reason Carl kind of put us together in a way, and I uh, I definitely know we'll be doing some great stuff. I'm super excited. Um, I feel like I'm kind of like in the beginning process of being able to see the evolution before like you know kind of one of the big things that was one of the big reasons why i wanted to talk with you because i really do believe and love exactly what you're creating and what you're doing um and i just kind of wanted more people i i I just wanted more people to know about it um i wanted i wanted to be able to share you and and be able to have more people see it and i and i hope it inspires someone uh and i heck i hope it inspires them to download the app and and check it out i know for a fact when i go to new york one i'll be letting you know i'm coming to new york but two i'll be using that that's going to be like that in any major city when it when it blows up because i do know that and i could tell you right now i'm going to put it out for you manifestation wise uh this is going to be an app that's going to be used in all major cities um very soon so i'm looking forward to uh to it for sure man i'm very very excited for you um thank you, so brother. you know man for sure thank you so much for being on um you know that's our show for today thank you so much to steve Raggiani of the aided app for being on and having lunch and having a lunch with me during my lunch break make sure to check them out online download the app um if you enjoyed the show definitely make sure to subscribe leave some reviews some stars all that goodness um you know if you want to support my brand check out Delhi Fresh Threads. If you want to see his stuff, he's got some great, amazing eatwear as well. Um, definitely make sure to go to the Aided App uh, website so you can check out some of the stuff and drool. Make sure to use the gifts as well. Yeah, that's right. I'm still plugging him even though I'm plugging myself as well because that's how it works. Um, do some shopping. Tell your friends. Um, thank you until next time. Keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion. <laughs>